So I think we've all had the experience in our youth of being outside playing. I remember numerous occasions myself being outside in the front lawn, uh, kicking a ball around or poking a ball around and having great fun. And then the voice of the mother would come from the house, roaring out at one of us or both of us, bring in a bucket of turf. Do you remember that? Maybe it's kind of different for townies. Townies, probably, they're probably upstairs gaming and vaping. It's a similar kind of idea. You still hear the voice of the mother from downstairs, you know, can you put out the rubbish or whatever it is. But like you're in the middle of something good, something you enjoy, something you enjoy doing, and you get a command to do a job, right? Uh, actually, come to think of it, myself and my brother probably weren't playing football. We were probably blowing something up. But, <laughs> so, uh, uh, and then but the, the voice would come, you know, bring in a bucket of turf or... Whatever, whatever job needed to be done, you know, close the front gate or the usual little things that, that you have to do as a child. And, you know, I remember, like, again, we've probably all done this, well, I hope, maybe. I think it's a similar experience where it's like the end of the world has just occurred. Like, you're in the middle of a football game and you have to bring in a bucket of turf. It's like, oh, gosh, you know, it's like the worst thing ever. You know, I'm upstairs in the middle of my game. Now I have to, like, go the whole way downstairs, right? Put out the bag of rubbish. It might take, like, two minutes. My life is over. You know, when you're a child, it's like, the smallest little jobs are, like, the end of the world. It's, it's, so, it's so funny when you, when you think about how we used to think. Hopefully that was a thing of the past. Is that still... Have you grown out? Have we grown out of that? Okay, Jack hasn't grown out of that yet. Okay. All right. But when we're in the middle of doing something that we enjoy, doing something maybe more serious, doing something that we're required to do, doing something that might be considered work, seems like an awful task altogether. So in our, in our faith journey, in our, in, our, in our walk with the Lord, the Lord does allow in his providence that we will have moments of joy, right? So watching a match, like on a day like today now, hope, I, I hear people going on, the, on plenty of cyclists come along this road here uh, when the weather is good. We're kind of heading into October now, so it's kind of the, the end of the season really. But you still hear bikers or motorcyclists or um, if you go to uh, Kilcluny Car Park there now, there'll hopefully be tons of cars there because an awful lot of people will be going to Comtragon and all bit of hiking in the while we have the weather to do beautiful things absolutely fantastic so the lord in his providence allows us and wants us to do good things and enjoy nature and enjoy company and enjoy watching a match together and you know like just the, the normal good things that 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 aren't sinful at all there's, there's no problem at all with that but at, at the same time and so it's not either or it's not it's not an either or situation it's along with that, along with those good moments, along with those celebrations and those you know, uh, uh, experiences of beauty and experiences of, of moments of, of relaxation, that, along with those, he wants us to walk with him. So it's not, you know, you walk with the Lord and it's good for you, but really boring, like eating broccoli, right? Or you live life as you wish, Okay, which is really fun and great crack, but the, the whole faith thing, it just, it kind of, it slows down the whole, the, the, the fun aspect of life. This is how the enemy wants to present things to us, you know? 
that if we walk with the Lord, the li- life is less fun. Okay, it's the right thing to do, whoopee do, but it's no fun. Or you can do what, you know, what our carnal desires or what our, whatever other desires we may have, whatever other appetites we may want to satisfy. Um, if, we, if we fulfill those, that's what leads us to happiness because then you're doing what you want, right? So that's the very simple like, temptation of the world, you know, what, what the enemy wants us to do. He, he presents, he presents, it to, he presents the, the options to us this way. God's way is healthy but really boring. It's good for you but dismal. Everything that you want to do, you're fulfilling your desires, that's what makes you happy. And that's why then, whenever our, our idea of fun is interrupted, it, seems, it, it, does, it does a bit of violence to that desire in us to fulfill my will. I want to do this. I want to have fun. I want to play this game. I want to play football. I don't want to go to mass. I want to sleep in. I want to do, I know, I want to drink a lot. I want to watch a lot of TV. I want to dedicate all of my time and all of my resources to football or my business or whatever other hobby I might have. So it's ultimately a question of the will, that struggle of, of the ego. I want to. So the Lord then, in, in the gospel today, it's, it's a simple story. A man has two sons. He asks one son, come work in the vineyard. The, 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 the son says, certainly, sir, but doesn't. Why? He says yes, because he knows it's the right thing to do. I'm, if my dad asks me to go out and work in the vineyard, I'm supposed to say yes. So, okay, yes, I'll go. But ultimately, he doesn't. Why? Because his own will is stronger. His will for his, the satisfaction of his own desires is stronger than his will to obey his father, than his will to do the right thing. And so he doesn't. So we don't know what he does. Maybe he's just going off having fun or to doing nothing. Uh, but ultimately, his will says, it doesn't matter what God, it doesn't matter what the Father asks. It doesn't, ask, it doesn't matter what my Father asks me to do. What matters is that I fulfill my will. The other son then is asked similarly, go work in my vineyard. And his Im- 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 impulsive reaction is, no, I'm not going to go. I'm in the middle of something. I'm busy. But in his heart of hearts, he knows, "Mm, my dad is a good man. And if he asks me to do this, then this is my my responsibility. This is my duty. Or duty, as the Americans would say. This is my duty. Uh, And so he goes. So even though his initial reaction was was a bit dismissive, I will not go, but then he he does go. Ultimately, he learns or has learned that Renouncing my will is the right thing to do. And this is where in, in our walk with the Lord, it's a, it, it's a, very, it's a very interesting... It, I was going to say it's a very interesting season in our lives. It takes our whole lives. It's very, walking with the Lord is, is such a, 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 an interesting experience because it, it's, never, it's never, oh my goodness, it's never boring. It's never boring because the more I learn about the faith, the more I learn about scripture, the more I learn about myself, the more I realize I don't know. You know every, every time I discover something about this, I realize, my goodness, I'm entirely ignorant. <laughs> the more I know, the less I know. <laughs> the more I discover, the more I realize I am actually so inept. You know, There's so much more to this. There's so much more to God. I'm only scratching the surface like, 
So the walk, our walk with the Lord, it, it, it's not a, a season in our lives. It is our lives. It's our whole life. This, this walk with him and this discovery and rediscovery of who he is. And even like uh, we can talk so much about God's love or God's mercy. But then it just may happen that you go on pilgrimage and have this experience of God's mercy or God's love in a completely new way. It's exactly the same words that you heard last week. God's love and God's mercy. But now it just means God's love and God's mercy. The same word. But to you now it means something completely different. It's so much deeper. It's like you understand it, the same term, but on a whole new level. So, our, our walk with the Lord, it's, it's, it's anything, it's anything but boring. My goodness. It's, uh, it's, it's the most amazing adventure. But also, it's, it's not a game. Our walk with the Lord is the most important thing we will ever do. This isn't an optional extra. Our walk with the Lord is what determines whether we get to heaven or not. If I, if I choose, if I would prefer not to walk with him, that is my choice. But then do I actually want heaven? Do I want heaven? If I don't want to walk with the Lord here, why would I choose to be with him for all eternity? If I don't want him now, who's to say I'll want him at the end of my life? I think maybe 40, 50 years ago-ish, uh, this gospel had a slightly different meaning. Because I think everybody, everybody knew what they were called to. I think most people, the, the practice rate in Ireland was much higher. Maybe family rosaries, regular catechism in, in schools. I think, I think things were slightly different. So at least people knew what they were called to. We knew what the standard was. You know, we knew that, okay, we're supposed to go to Mass every Sunday. We knew we're supposed to pray regularly. We knew we were supposed to go to confession regularly. Uh, most people even went to, remember, Sunday devotions in different parishes, pilgrimages to Knock or, or Croke Patrick or those kind of things. I mean, they were, they were common enough. We, we knew what we were supposed to do. So we knew if we'd fallen short of the mark, because at least we knew what the standard was. Okay? So if I know what the standard is, then I know where I am relative to that standard. I think things have changed an awful lot today. Where now we don't know where the standard, where a lot of Christians, Catholics, don't know where the standard is. They don't know what the goal is. Do people know they should be praying every day? Do people know they should be aiming for a personal relationship with God? A personal relationship with Jesus. That I should know him as I know a friend. That I should know him as a, as, as a, a confident, a person I, I, I entrust my heart to. Do people know that's even the goal? anymore I don't, I don't think so so if that's not even a goal how on earth are we going to get there that's where all this the, the, the confusion as regards what the standard of our faith is, uh, is, is it's rife there's an awful lot of confusion out there we don't know what we're supposed to be doing so I don't, I don't think people are hearing the, the call of the father at all come work in my vineyard. I think that, that, that voice, that call, that's been silenced. That's been, it's too noisy. No offense. <laughs> it's, it's too, we don't hear the call. We, we, don't, we don't hear the Lord's voice anymore. We don't hear him say, come work in my vineyard. And another thing that, which I think we've lost, is the sense of, that sense of duty or that sense of responsibility as regards the faith. If, I'm, if the Lord asks me to do something, if the Lord speaks to my heart, 
and says, not so much come and work in my vineyard, but come to me in prayer. Come to me every Sunday. Do we feel that sense of, a healthy sense of duty? Maybe back in the day as well, we, probably, we might have had the problem of, if I don't go to Mass, the neighbours will talk. I know in smaller parishes that would definitely have been a thing. In smaller rural Irish parishes, if you were the one family that didn't go to Mass, Jane, don't talk to them. They're the heathens, the Rhine heathens from the hill. You know what I mean? Everyone knew like the one family that didn't go to Mass. Uh, but like, that's, that's not the case anymore. So there was, a, there was a sense of duty, but it was a sense of duty often kind of imposed by, by the, 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 the small-mindedness there, I say, of, of the parish, you know, the, the, the local community, which would have been quite judgmental. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that sense of duty that I know the heart of my father. I know the heart of my father. And he's asking for my help. He owns the vineyard. But he's sending me out to work there. He wants me to work with him in building up this this vineyard. It's interesting also that it's a vineyard they choose. What was the per- like? W- working in a vineyard produces wine, and wine is produced, uh, scripturally speaking, uh, and also today, culturally speaking, wine is produced for joy. You know, wine isn't necessary for the survival of the species, right? It's just for fun. You know, wine isn't, you know, you can drink, drink water. It's cheaper, much easier to find. Uh, you don't need wine. Wine is joy. So the Lord is asking us to go and produce joy with him. So, yeah, we should have a sense of of duty, but not in a, I should do this or God will be mad, or I should do this or the parish will judge me, but I should do this because my father asks me, and he wants my good. The Lord sends us out, he sends me out, sends you out, to reap a harvest, and a harvest of joy. So when we, we should say yes, mean yes, and go. Because the harvest that we reap brings joy to us, joy to others, and joy to the heart of the Father. So we ask the Lord today to send laborers into his harvest, to call many laborers who will say, Yes, Lord, I will go. I will go because you ask. I will go because I love you. Amen.